Hello, you. It's me, Sarah Jane Crawford, and I'm so excited because you are listening to my brand spanking new vegan podcast series called The V Word. Basically, it's all about me chatting to a whole host of fascinating people who are totally breaking the old school stereotype of what it means to be vegan, and I cannot wait. But before I get into my latest episode, make sure you head to my vegan website. It's vapi.co.uk. When you're there, enter your email address and you will get more free vegan content. That's viappi.co.uk. Paul, it's so nice to talk to you, aka the vegan truck driver. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing um, great, thanks. Uh, nice to speak to you too. Yeah, do you know what? It was fascinating. A friend of mine said to me, Sarah, I'm following this guy on Instagram. He's so fascinating. You've got to get him on the podcast. And basically, you know, you're a truck driver, you're from Yorkshire, and you're kind of like this working class guy who's got all of these kind of vegan dishes that you do like food selfies on the steering wheel, showing us that you don't have to kind of be from this sort of like middle class, like quinoa loving background to be vegan. Yeah, it's not as hard as what people, you know, would think it to be or, you know, as boring even. I mean, I eat better meals now than I did when I ate meat. So. Really? Do you feel like that? Yeah. Uh, I think it, what you what you find is you, you learn to cook more as well. I found that definitely that I was way more creative yes. cooking vegan stuff or, or, or am compared to, you know, when I would eat meat. So tell me a little bit about your story, you know, like when you became vegan, why, what was important to you? Well, I've always loved animals, I mean, through my life. And, you know, we've got like a dog and a cat at home. And I think with my job, I saw animals like going up and down motorway in trucks and I found it a bit disturbing. And a couple of places that I've delivered to, it just hit home, you know, and it realised that, you know, I th- I, what I believed, I think it's wrong. So when you say you saw um, animals up and down the motorway, like in what way, like what was going on? You mean that they were off to like the abattoir and stuff? Or Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going to, yeah, they're going to the abattoir. I mean, the, the amount of trucks, you know, that I see up, going up and down the motorway, it's pretty frightening. It's, it's a mass amount. It's a lot of animals, you know, and I just, I just don't, I don't agree with it and I don't think it's right. So I decided I was going to make a change and I went vegetarian to start with. You know, I was thinking I'll just cut out meat. When you start digging more and more, I'm looking into it a bit more and you start seeing other sides of the industry as well. And then you realise then that you really need to start thinking about trying a vegan diet. But then when you come into like thinking about a vegan diet, you think, oh, it's a bit boring, is this, you know, is it salad or it's a bit scary, really, you know. Yeah, I think it is scary because like you say, like, I think... You know, like a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, but what do you eat? Like, I couldn't do it. And it's rabbit food and it's salad. And, you know, like across this whole podcast series, you know, I speak to athletes and people that, you know, like whether it's boxers, footballers, people that you, you wouldn't expect are going to eat a diet that most people stereotypically think you would feel weak afterwards. But of course, yeah. that isn't the case. I mean, before we get on to the kind of food that you eat and the pictures that you take on your brilliant Instagram page, what would you say was the reason that you kind of transitioned from being vegetarian to vegan? Uh, I've gone on to uh, Instagram and when you see like videos and you see like, the, it, was, it was mainly the baby chickens with me, the male ones, because they obviously they get, you know, the baby male chickens are no good. So they just get rid of them. Yeah. And I think that worked for me. You know, I just I just thought I don't be part of that. When and did you find out things like that, about like the kind of like the egg industry and all of that I kind of stuff? I on Google. Um, I can't remember, I was looking at something and it just came up and I thought, oh, heck, and I started reading it. And then after reading that, and I started looking into other things then. And I started putting in vegan. And then when I started doing that and, uh, and other things I was searching for, it 
started throwing up stuff like, you know, the dairy industry and things. I started looking into that and reading that. And then that's when I realised and I thought, oh, yeah, and I thought, I'm going to have to, you know, I wanted to change my lifestyle. So I'm not being a part of this. And then when I went onto Instagram, that was just kind of out. It started off as me just putting gardening things on. And I was a vegan at the time and I didn't realise that, you know, there were a big vegan community on there. And I just came across it one day. And ever since then, I changed my name to Vegan Truck Driver on there. And I started posting my food. And it just took off from there. And, and there's so many great people on there that inspire you. And then you find that you're inspiring others. So it's a crazy thing. <laughs> Do you know what? Social media is a brilliant place for veganism, for sure. Like, I, don't, I mean, yeah, there are some videos that are quite extreme and sometimes people will say, oh, that's a bit much and everything. But, I mean, it is really the truth of, of what's going on a lot of the time. But generally speaking, I think it's so positive because you're food sharing, you're linking in with other vegans. There's different, like, niches within niches. There's different communities. But, like... Before we sort of focus on the social media, obviously you've been vegan for the last three years, did you say? Because we had a pre-chat yeah. before. I mean, how old are you? Sorry, I don't even know that. 41. No, okay, uh, so you kind of got into veganism in your late 30s. See, my math isn't yeah. that bad. Um, but so tell me about your upbringing in, in terms of like food and your relationship to like eating meat and dairy. Like what was your upbringing like and how were you sort of living before? Um, I've never liked chicken. I'm only a beef eater. Um, I had a lot of beef and a lot of minced beef and things like that. I never liked cheese and I never liked sausages. So, I mean, the transition for me to go vegan was pretty simple, really. The guilty pleasure I had was it was stuff like milk chocolate. Yeah. So, so water milk chocolate and cream cakes and, you know, things like that. And and I think when I went to, to the lifestyle, I, was, I thought, well, I'm going to sacrifice all this. But then I've realised that. You don't need to sacrifice anything because you, I can go into a supermarket and I can get a bag of Walker's Marmite flavoured crisps. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was wondering you know, what you were going to say. They're, they're not, they don't say vegan on, but um, there's, it's, it's, it's what's called accidentally vegan. It's, there's nothing yeah. in the But a lot of places they put may contain milk or whatever, but they have to put that on by law. Yeah, I don't, yeah exactly. I remember when I had... Um, JME, the MC, JME from Boy Better Know, in the studio when I was, you know, doing recording my show at the BBC when I first became vegan. I remember he was saying that to me. He came in with, like, barbecued flavoured Pringles and he was like, you would yeah. never believe it, but these are vegan. And yeah. it, it, when it says may contain, don't worry about that because really, yeah. you know, it's just about, like, contamination, I suppose, if you yeah, have an well, allergy. Some of the plant-based companies have that on it says vegan on it on this some of the vegan minces, but then it'll say on it may contain. I think they have to put that on by law just in case. Yeah, so for those people checking the backs of things and you see that kind of at the bottom, don't yeah. get too concerned because it isn't actually in the ingredients. I love that you mentioned Accidentally Vegan because I'm sure that there's an Instagram page called Accidentally Vegan as yeah, well, Yeah, there is, and it's very helpful, is that? <laughs> Do you use that a lot? Uh, yeah, I did at first, but now I tend to know now what things are. And, you know, because it's like the more you buy something, the more you know, you know, now I can go into a shop and I'll know exactly what's vegan and what isn't, you know, without having to look. That's the thing. I think it is, and like what I do, because in this country, in terms of the laws of food and how it's labelled, obviously anything that's an allergen is in bold at the back, so that would always yeah. cover dairy. So if it's like an obviously vegetarian thing, like, say, I don't know, crisps or something, but you want to check that it's vegan, then it's about like, oh, if there's nothing in bold on the back that's like dairy, I'm good, you yeah. know? So that's how I scan it. In terms of your sort of like friends and family and other people from like your area, are you surrounded by many other vegans in Yorkshire and doing the job that you do? 
Not really, no. Um, it, it, it is getting bigger, uh, I think, in Yorkshire, and there's more vegans. There's a lot of eating places now in Leeds where you can eat, uh, you know, a lot of vegan restaurants, and and then you've got like your Wagamamas and stuff. You know, they're all putting vegan things on, and that's all come up north now because it was all it was all down south before, and a lot of it now is coming up north. More. Yeah, you know what? It's so useful when you've got like those those chain restaurants, like the Wagamamas of this world, yeah. and your Pizza Expresses and places like that that have got the, the yeah. really good vegan options. Because obviously, then you know it's spread into parts of the country that would probably be last on the list like obviously yeah. Leeds isn't going to be last but do you know what I mean like some other little parts of Yorkshire and all of that and other parts of yeah. the north did you have any people around you that were kind of you know like laughing or like what was your reaction you know what reaction did you get when you became fully vegan well I went and I told my partner first and I think she was a bit shocked but then she decided to take up the lifestyle with me oh brilliant <laughs> and how long has yeah. she been vegan the same amount of time as you then yeah yeah, she was vegetarian uh, like me as well, and then she just went vegan with me, and and uh, yeah, she cooks most of the homemade food. Uh, we're having a baby as well uh, um, in a month's time. Oh my god! Months. Congratulations! Yeah, three weeks today. She's due. So wow! Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting times. <laughs> a little Yorkshire vegan baby on the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of Instagram followers call her baby vegan truck driver <laughs> <laughs> is that what the followers say baby vegan truck driver i love it i just love it it's so fantastic so let's talk about instagram then because obviously that's where you're like getting so much attention that's where i found you i love your page you know for those people that are just listening to this and, and then then going to jump on your page like what have you got on there uh, there's, there's all kinds of stuff really there's uh, takeaways i mean you can have a chinese and indian takeaways you can go on hygiene ratings, so if you go on hygiene ratings for a takeaway in the city or the town or the village, it'll tell you roughly how many stars that has hygiene ratings. So I always go for one with a five. You know you can have good communication with mm. them as well. And as long as they don't use ghee butter, yeah, you can ask for it to be cooked in oil. Which is a lot of, uh, more of an Indian cuisine thing, isn't it, the ghee? Uh, you can get, um, I mean, Indian cuisine, I mean, a lot of it is actually, I mean, Indians, they are vegetarians. Yeah, exactly, that. yeah the biggest thing came from and I think you know you can actually go and talk to a, a takeaway a lot of them now don't use ghee butter anymore because it's more unhealthier than the oil and it's uh, not cost effective for them so a lot of them just use the cooking oil now so I mean you, you're not missing out on takeaways I mean I can get a vegetable booner vegetable bolte vegetable masala you can get chips rice you can go to a Chinese and you can get Chinese takeaway and you can get uh, a lot of them now do bean curd which is tofu yes do you know what it's so funny because even though I work in the entertainment industry and I'm surrounded by a lot of people, whether it's on Instagram or in, you know, like in my sort of certain circles that like the sort of the, you know, like the yummy mummy crowd and they go to yoga and they do this and that. I would say that I'm a lot more like you in terms of like how I got into veganism. You know, like I would be like, well, I can still, I can have an Indian because 50% of India is vegetarian. So like when you go into an Indian, they fully understand vegetarian. And so long as it's not got dairy, you're laughing. And then you've got your Chinese where a lot of the kind of Asian fusion cuisines understand that, you know, like they'll do a lot of kind of like tofu dishes, but you've just got to know that bean curd is tofu. So then before yeah. I knew it, I'd be like, right, it's easy to get Thai because they're using coconut milk and stuff. The Chinese yeah. places, again, like the Thai will have bean curd. Then you've got the Indian that have got like loads of vegetable options. So, you know, I was a massive like junk food fan. I'm not saying that all you eat is junk food, but like for me, you know, I loved takeaways, loved eating out, loved junk food. So when I yeah, very I quickly, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So when I quickly discovered that I could do that in a vegan way, I was like, well, I'm not missing out on anything. So... But I did see that you Instagrammed a pot of fruit on the steering wheel of your truck the other day. So I thought, yeah. well, it is a little bit healthy then. <laughs> I, 
I do have fruit as well. I mean, I, I tend to have, a, I call what I call a balanced diet. I mean, I do have good stuff and I have, you know, and I do have junk as well. And some, some of it's healthy, some isn't, you know, and I like to mix it up and just balance it out. I mean, I always get me, you know, I drink a lot of orange juices and things like that, fresh juice and I have a bit of everything really. I mean, um, when I'm out on road, sometimes I make a curry from scratch and sometimes I just use a cooking sauce. So tell me about like your sort of timetable then, because I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm not that au fait with the life of a trucker, but obviously you are away from home a lot. So yeah, how do you, I'm, tell me what your average like Monday in summary to, sun, to Sunday would be and like then just maybe tell me like one day's routine from the week and how you managed to get it cooked into like some sort of takeaway thing, how you then eat it, like what goes on? Uh, what, what else with, with this truck is it's got a fridge and a freezer in it and a lot oh. of made a massive difference and I've got a camping stove. And then obviously I just like I can cook up uh, vegan burgers for my dinner with some with some you know in a bread bun with some salad and on the night I can cook uh, curry or you know I can even make a Chinese. I made a spaghetti bolognese last night using uh, Vivera mince. I mean that was really nice and it didn't take long. And you're you're blowing stuff. my mind. So what? So you will cook stuff from scratch in your truck? Yeah, you can cook anything. Um, so tell me how you do. So give me a curry recipe then from the vegan truck driver. Uh, one of them. I just I've got like a base pan, so I put some oil in probably about two tablespoons of uh, cooking oil, and then just put the spices in, a tablespoon of masala, a tablespoon of turmeric, and then a teaspoon of cumin. And sometimes I put, I bring coriander as well, you know, and then you just, all you need is a tin of chopped tomatoes, a bit of passata, and then uh, just get like some veg. Uh, what I do is I get me uh, vegetables pre-chopped from my wife. She does them at home, so you know, broccoli and carrots, and then I just bring it to work and put it in the fridge. And same with uh, tofu, I bring my own tofu with me as well, so I make a Chinese meal, uh, sweet and sour or something like that. This This is fantastic. (laughs) So, like, would your Um, average truck driver have, like, a little kind of, like, a a cooker and a fridge and freezer in it? Is that how it would go down usually? um, No, they don't all have this thing. Uh, A lot of them do now. Some have microwaves as well, but this just has a fridge freezer, so I just bring a camping stove with me and then... Ah. but, I mean, sometimes I can... Now, I mean, Sainsbury's do have got these cooking sauces and I don't know actually, they are. They're only cheap, but uh, they're actually labelled vegan. You can get black bean sauce and Kung Po and all kinds. So, I mean, I just bring me on tofu and uh, some uh, onions and peppers and I'll just fry them and then add the sauce in and then make a, a fried rice or something as well. Wow. So you can rustle things up, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm quite limited to what I've got here. So if I can do this, imagine what you can do at home. People have got more things at home than I have in my truck, so... That but, is yeah. so impressive. I just love the idea of the fact, because obviously in your bio, it says, I'm a vegan trucker from Yorkshire. It says, sleep in my truck four nights a week, love yeah. animals, gardening, my biggest love is my family. So you're in the truck four nights a week, so, you know, yeah. it's imperative that you can cook certain things from scratch, isn't it? Yeah, well, I start, my me, me week starts um, probably, I'd say Monday at about five o'clock. And I get home, if I'm lucky, on a Friday for about 8 o'clock at night. I mean, that's how long I'm away from home. And sometimes I get home Saturday morning. But as for, you know, people being worried about if you're going to be tired and run down all the time, I've never never have a cold, never poorly, really, you know. Um, and I do 60 to 70 hours a week working. Wow. And it's always early starts. You know, you start at 4 in the morning, finish at 7 at night. That's 15 hour days, some days. And is there any food that you would recommend for those people that are doing a similar thing to you, like really long hours, but they want to kind of have their energy, but they're obviously on a plant-based diet, like what sorts of things? Because you've got various things on here, like um, you've got like chips and beans. 
I love a bit of chimps and beans. You've got spag bowl. Oh, yeah, tell me about... Let's get on to the spaghetti. Sorry, I'm jumping because I'm so I'm so excited about all of these topics. Um, so the spaghetti bolognese, we had a quick chat earlier when we had a, an initial chat about the fact that you're really into this mince at the moment. So tell people yeah. about the mince. Uh, there's different kinds of mince. There's a lot of them. It's quite herby and they're not really nice. But this uh, company called uh, Vivera, they've got burgers and minces. They have all kinds of things. And a lot of vegans have heard of Vivera and they're really good. I love their mince. And last night I made a bolognese, which is really easy. It's just um, half a tin of chopped tomatoes and some a little bit of passata. I mean, that's all it was. And I cooked the mince first, obviously, and then some peppers and onions in it. And then just added the sauces and then put a bit of um, uh, some dried herbs in, you know, like oregano, just a spoon of sugar, just to sweeten it up. And it's really nice, yeah. And so for me, that was what I found really easy about the transition to becoming vegan. It was the fact that I basically was like, right, all I need to do, you know, before I sort of like learn a lot more about eating things that normally I wouldn't have thought about, like the black beans of this world and, you know, lentils and all that kind of stuff that before I wouldn't have bothered with. The initial thing that was really easy for me was I would just cook, you know, like I would go and get like, like you said, some meat-free mince and I would just whack it in like a kind of, you know, like with some onions and all of that. I'd make like a chilli, put like chopped tomatoes in, tomato paste, all your herbs and all of that kind of stuff, like maybe like some West Indian hot pepper sauce, anything, and then have it with rice. And it was just like, well, this is just like the equivalent to mince. And that was like my first thing. I know a lot of people don't, you know, there are some vegans that don't want to use like fake meat and stuff like that. And they have a bit more of a sort of whole plant-based diet. But I like the fact that you can transition in with your substitute meats. There's so much of it now, isn't there? Yeah, well, what you're doing is you're basically having the home, what you call the home favourites. I mean, a lot of people in the UK eat spaghetti bolognese for a week. They'll have a pizza. They'll have a with a Chinese meal, what they've made themselves, like a stir-fry and stuff like that. But all you need to do now is you just switch in the mince, what you'd buy from the meat aisle, to a, a cruelty-free mince. Exactly. You know? And the thing is, there's a lot... I mean, and some people say, oh... I don't want tofu because it's got soy in it. Well, yeah. you know, then there's seitan, which doesn't have soy in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always an alternative. And yeah. I've got, like, there's... <laughs> it's quite funny. So I've got this vegan app that I've been, you know, like, obviously spreading the word about, which is what it's been about for me for the last few years. And, you know, I got it on the App Store in January called Viappy. Always have to plug it. But on the app is loads of recipes and some that I collaborated with different chefs on, some were different bloggers, some of my own. And what I wanted for the app was basically, like you said to have home favorites so i've got a lentil bolognese on there and what you realize is that a lot of what you like about and i was chatting to one of the guys uh, the other guys that i talked to on the podcast um josh parker who plays for Gillingham, and um i say to the lads you know like why is it that you like you don't like the meat you like the seasoning you don't otherwise without the season it's dry like so what i realized was with a lot of you know, what I'm eating that I'm enjoying. It's like, I like the the kind of like the cheese on the spaghetti pasta with a bit of sauce. It's like, that's more what I like than the actual mince. So once yeah. I've made like the lentils and I've like, you know, cooked it down with all like the tomatoes and the herbs, once I've got some nice fresh pasta on it and some vegan cheese all melted on it, it's like, it could be anything. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the mince. And that's what I really learned was it's like the habit of stuff, isn't it? And you're substituting... Yeah. The wife makes a good lentil. She does a lentil um, bolognese as well. I think I've got a few of them on the Instagram page. Oh, does she? I like that. Oh, yeah. She's like, she's the cook of the house. I mean, yeah, she, I mean, I do a lot of the easy stuff. She does all the complicated things. So in a week, how many of her dishes 
would you have? Would you? Well, I suppose because you're out from Monday to Friday, so yeah. She, she normally makes us uh, well. We call it tea up north. Sounds like calling dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, Your tea. She makes the teas most nights on her weekend and Friday night, and then I make the lunches. Yeah, she she cooks all kinds of stuff for me. I mean, even as Christmas dinner. You know, I mean, mashed potato. I mean, I can make mashed potato creamy. I mean, I'm the mash king at home. <laughs> <laughs> They'll always be like, I always find like there's like a man of the house that will be like, right, I'm the one that does the roast potatoes the best, or I'll yeah. do the Yorkshires or whatever. But, yeah, um, well, I'm the mashed chips and uh, roast potato man I am. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, you've got a baby on the way very soon. Is it a boy or a girl? A girl. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Um, congratulations, and I can't wait for oh, you thanks. to kind of share the news of when she's born. But So are you looking forward to kind of raising her as vegan? Are you yeah. having conversations yeah. with your other half about vegan baby food like how's all of that panning out yeah it's, it's, it's panning out really well yeah because we've, we've um, been discussing it and you know which is not having uh she's gonna be kept away from sweets as well you know like a lot of sweets that's great sweet stuff and things like that obviously she's gonna gonna have a, she's gonna have treats you know but in moderation she's not gonna be like you know having loads of e-numbers and whatever else <laughs> and yeah <laughs> she's gonna have a lot of fresh it's all gonna be freshly cooked food and you know and the diet's gonna be really good um, yeah, and she'll, she'll be having a vegan lifestyle. That's amazing. You know what? It's so funny. I feel like we're kind of in the Western world. We're getting back to how things were 50, 60 years ago or before. Because for me, in the 80s, growing up in the sort of like 80s and 90s, well, more so in the late 80s as a, as a little girl, you know, like I always had a bit of a, and I wouldn't say go as far as to say ADHD, but I, my mum would be like, right, you're not having E, I couldn't have E110 colours, which were in everything at the time. So they'd be yeah. in the orange squash, they'd be in fish fingers, they'd be in everything. And it would send me hyperactive. I couldn't even have chocolate. I'd have to have like Caramac bars, which was so dead yeah. or whatever. Um, so I think that nowadays we're going back to hopefully, you know, a time before all of the E numbers and everything that just got shoved into food as time went on, you know, and going back to kind of like the back to basics a bit more and not like messing with our our yeah. insulin and blood sugar levels and all of that kind of stuff for kids. I always find there's a lot of unnecessary um, bad, bad ingredients in a lot of products, and I don't know why they put them in. I mean, I was once in conversation with somebody who worked at Marks and Spencer's, and, you know, I did say, I said, I can't understand why, you know, this is in some of your products. And she said, yeah, we're working on it. And, you know, another thought, I just can't see why it's in there. You know, why would some of the stuff what's in, even like milk, when it's in something, I can't see what difference it makes having the milk in. I know. It's so annoying. <laughs> When you see stuff and it's like milk is on the back and you're like, I could have had that vegetable samosa from the newsagents if it didn't have milk in it. And why does it need milk in it, you know? There's a lot of things like that. I mean, you can go and, I mean, I like cherry liqueurs. Cherry liqueurs, did you say? Yeah, and I looked at that one and they said they contain milk. And I thought, well, why would you put milk in? You're not going to taste milk in a liqueur, are you? I know. It doesn't make sense, but, uh, but a lot of them seem to put, you know, a lot of ingredients in stuff that don't need to be there. I know, I know. And that's and that I think it would be great if that could change a lot more. And also I feel like a great step forward would just be more clear kind of vegan labelling because, yeah, there are accidentally vegan things and that's great, but I'd need to look a little bit more into the kind of food regulations in the UK. But obviously things are sort of blatantly labelled as vegetarian, but I think it would be great if there was a bit of regulation put in place where it's just a bit more obvious. That, that, because yeah. then what it does is it exposes those kind of like uh, areas of produce that don't have as much vegan friendly stuff in it. So that would definitely be great. But you know what? It's so good to talk to you. It's so nice to meet somebody who 
is coming from a world, i.e. trucking and, you know, like, I won't say and Yorkshire, like there's no vegans there, but like I certainly, as this kind of like Londoner who's running around doing whatever I'm doing in my industry, I didn't, I felt like if I met like a northern truck driver, they're not going to be vegan, put it that way. And now you're turning it all in its head, so that's great. Yeah, well, cause there's a few uh, vegans I'd like to mention, if that's all right. Bob. Go for it. Yeah, it's not many, it's just a few. There's one called uh, Vegan Flaffle Snob. Vegan Falafel Snob. Yeah, he's right. from Manchester. Let's look them um, up. Uh, that's a really good account. And then there's uh, someone called Vegan Key, which is vegan, and then K-E-E. Uh, she's got a good account where she puts loads of, uh, she just posts lots of homely food. I mean, I don't like sausages and stuff. She has like lots of sausage and mash and onion gravy. And oh, I love that. that. I love hangers and mash. I'll be all over I mean, that. And it's just like what, what people have at home, but except now we've got the alternatives there now. You know, without having the meats, you can actually enjoy your your home favourites, what you've grown up with from what your mums used to cook. And yeah. you can actually have them now, but in a, in a vegan alternative, you know, and it tastes better. Do you know what? It's so true. And that's what I wanted to do with the recipes on my app. I just wanted, you know, I wanted like, I've got like a shepherd's pie on there. Do you know what I mean? I've got a cottage pie. I've got a lasagna. I've got a bolognese. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted that homely food that people can still, you know, associate with eating meat because many of us now are new vegans, you know, so... Was there anyone else? So I've got falafel, yeah. so I've got a vegan key, a vegan yeah. falafel snob. Yeah, and then there's a Vixter Healthy Balance. Uh, she's from Leeds and she eats out at a lot of good places and she's always posting stuff. Vixter Healthy Balance from yeah. Leeds. Vixter Healthy Balance, yeah, she's really good. You're repping uh, the northern vegans, I love it. Yeah, these are all no- there's a lot of northern vegans on there now. I mean, it's, uh, there's a hell of a lot and we all like bounce off each other. <laughs> that's so good it's it's brilliant because every community whether it's like you know like the you know i feel like there's loads of vegan footballers popping up or whether it's like i don't know just like just in every little world vegans are popping up and and it's nice that there's like little communities within communities that people can go to each other and say oh well, what do you reckon you know that's that's how life is and that's how things organically grow and it's great is that everyone on the list then that you wanted to shout out peanut butter cookie monster Peanut butter cookie monster. Oh, my yeah. God, I love it. Uh, Peanut it, it, butter it, it, cookie monster. Yeah, she posts a lot of budget like, kind of meals on there as well. So it's like, it's really cheap and cheerful, but a lot of it's quite nutritious for her and the kids and stuff. Oh, my God, I love, uh, I love she this. She posts some, some good stuff on there. And then there's, uh, there's another one, uh, one more, uh, one called Barefoot Vegan. He's quite an interesting character. Barefoot Vegan. Right, I've got yeah, all this yeah. written in my notes in my phone. He makes a lot of home, he makes a lot of stuff from scratch cormas and things like that and he makes his own bread he don't wear shoes <laughs> he does wear shoes hence the name no. I love it yeah <laughs> I love it and where's he from I think he's from Cheshire area I think it is oh perfect yeah. not far from me where I'm moving to no, so. a, lot, a lot of us are going to start getting together I think and like organising something for an, an evening you know where we all meet up in yeah the well let me know I'll be there with bells on yeah yeah we're going to kind of start meeting up and stuff and uh, yeah it's I went to vegan camp out this year as well. Did you? Yeah. I was there too, yeah. actually. I went just for the day. I didn't camp, but yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, so I met a few people there as well. So yeah, I mean, you, you get to meet new people. I mean, that's the exactly. Thing about it as well. You meet so many people. It's you know, and they're all you know, it's really good. And you know what's so funny? As a girl, I think you know we 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 try all these fads and diets in our time. And there's nothing that I've ever tried before that has changed my life in such a way, like you're saying, where, you you know, you're meeting new people and you're kind of watching different films, you're on Instagram, you're linking up with people. Like, it's a different world. It's not just like, I don't know, I can't even think of an example because I wouldn't want to say, like, there's not, like, a gluten-free club because there might be. But I really feel like it's just this whole 
social life that you get. Like, I've, I started to realise that I've got a friend called Louis Blake, who a lot of people know in the vegan world, and he's like a connector, and he's very sort of, you know, like, well-connected and stuff. And we yeah. would start going for all these dinners, and then there'd be, like, sort of 20 of us at Wagamama's all ordering from the vegan menu, and we've just come from, like, some big talk. And I just thought, wow, my whole social life has been revolutionised by being vegan. This is so cool. And it is yeah. like that, isn't it? Yeah, you do. You get to meet people, and what you find as well is, I mean, I'm interacting with a lot of people on a daily basis now. You become friends with people. And yeah. You know, and then you can maybe we're all kind of like going to go out and then get together and have a meal or something, you know, and have a chat about it and whatever else. It's just great. It's just, it's wonderful. And it's so much more than no meat, no dairy. It's actually, you know, like, it's, you know, new friends and everything. So, and you just feel good about yourself, the planet, about what you're doing on a daily basis, which... Yeah, well, daily, I mean, I do get messages saying, you know, that I've inspired people and... That's great. And that's what my account's about. I'm not there to, for any other reason other than just to inspire people and follow me on my journey and go on a journey and follow their journey as well, which I am doing, you know, and I find some of these people inspirational, you know, doing all kinds of things. And, I mean, I've got a, some people are, are in different countries as well, you know. I've got a, there's a woman in Sweden. And, wow. Uh, her, her son's just battled cancer. He's battling cancer at the moment. And he's wow. Winning, and, he's, and he's a vegan. And, you know, and to see that, I mean, I followed the journey right from before the boy was poorly, you know, and I think, and it's been heartbreaking, but, you know, he's pulling through and he's doing really well. So, yeah. Is he doing well? Yeah. Is he getting through yeah. it? Yeah. It's, if you check it out, it's a veg kid. Veg kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Veg kid. Yeah. If you could just have a look into that one, it's a really, really, well, it's a heartbreaking story, but it's very, you know, it's a very inspiring story as well. I mean, what a brave young boy that is. That's amazing. So, yeah, people listening, check yeah. out VegKid then. Yeah. I really, really send all a lot my... Of people, a lot of people on there, you, you know, they touch your, your heart, you know, a lot of them, you know, as well. When you see what they've gone through and things, you know, and follow people's life. That's amazing. Do you know what? Thank you so much for all of those. It's nice that you that you shouted out those extra counts. Definitely going to check out VegKid and best wishes yeah. to his family and with everything that he's going through. Well, look, <laughs> I'm, I really appreciate you speaking to me and uh, let's yeah, keep in touch. Good luck with the Instagram account. So for those people, it's at Vegan Truck Driver. So make sure you go yeah. to at Vegan Truck Driver. Keep up to date with what Paul's up to. And Paul, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for listening. That concludes an episode of The V Word with me, Sarah Jane Crawford. Make sure you subscribe and make sure that you tune in for the next episode. And don't forget to head to my vegan website, viappi.co.uk. That's V-I-A-P-P-I.co.uk and leave your email address for loads of free vegan content for the rest of the year. I'll see you soon. Bye.